All right. Hello, howdy and aloha. Welcome back to Gouda Murder Podcast, full of sharp kills and cheesy thrills. I am your hostess, Bostis Kelly, and I'm joined by two Pale Island goddesses, Keely and Coda. Ooh, ooh, hello. Ooh. Hello. Wow. You got the pale right. Yes. Our, our, our Pale Island goddesses, because, you know. We're all pale AF. Yes. We are more like, would we be like pink? Pink island goddesses pink. because after going to Hawaii we would definitely be, be crisp. I'd be red. I'd be red island. Lobster. Violent. Yeah, we'd be lobsters. Yeah. Lobsters for shizzles. Well, uh, cats out of the bag. Aloha yeah. and mahalo, ladies. We are back in our lovely tropical island paradise. Or we're gonna be in our tropical mood because of course it's the yeah. Midwest right now and it's definitely not tropical. Outside. It's not mm-hmm. that great. Uh, we don't we're kind of missing the beautiful orange and pink golden sunsets that probably would be happening in Hawaii right now. I don't really know. Hawaii doesn't have a winter. They don't have a winter, do they? It's just like beautiful always. Jealous. Always. Jealous. Mm-hmm. Always. Uh, but I do, in all realness, I do love a Midwest winter. I love uh, the coldness. I love I love the dank. I like the changing. I love disgusting. All. I love it all. I don't know. It's just. Uh, I it's love just, it from I appreciate inside. it. There's no Looking change. It out the window. You know? And, uh, well, okay, so. But tonight, we aren't focusing on our homeland. We're not focusing on the mainland. Uh, you know, as we, as we are in the Midwest, uh, we're going to be focusing again on this lovely island, which we have previously talked about. I don't know, uh, and hate to put words in other people's mouths, but uh, Hawaii is is the the you know the best the best the best uh, I would say the best. It's the it, out of, out of all the southern, I don't even know. Would you consider Hawaii a southern state? I mean, it is a state of the United States. But like you know, when you think, when you think, when you think southern states, you don't think of Hawaii because it's an island. It's no, not a no, you know. No, you say down south. That's like down south. You look I more think like of east when I say yeah. southern states. Yeah. I know, but isn't that interesting though? It, it is definitely southern, southwest. Sure. Sure. Anyway, well, tonight we're going to be focusing on this beachy scenes and amazing vegetation, volcano views, and into the distance, maybe some pineapple tasting, maybe some spam. I don't know. Who knows? But most importantly, true crime and spooky vibes and sharp kills, perhaps. Uh, what uh, What do we have in store for us tonight? I don't know. Uh, Coda. Can you give yes. us a little hint? Coda, first time, first time prepare. She's been present uh, yeah. during a couple episodes already. Clap, clap. Yes. And so Coda has been so graciously willing to do her own little cheese search, her own little research into our true crime podcast mm-hmm. and present us with a case of her own, which is very exciting. So uh, yeah. give us give us a little taste. What do we uh, what are, what's the case we're going to be tasting? Case case. Um, I'm sure most people have heard of it as the Xerox murders. Ooh, I've never... Xerox murders. I have no mm-hmm. idea what that is. OK, but I'm interested. I'm, I'm yes. ready. I'm ready. So. This takes place in 1999, but we're going to go back to 1959, where our main uh, character was born. Okay, all right. Well, let's dive into that. Let's do it. Okay, 1959 in Honolulu. Byron Uesugi is born. Oh, Byron. Yes. Byron. Byron. He attended Roosevelt High School, so we're going to skip. And this is where you start to see a theme with him. Okay, okay. He was a member of the ROTC program in school and also a rifle team. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes. He was a big player. gun fan okay. and collector. Okay. Uh, we, I'm going to skip to 1977 now. 
Okay. He was in a car crash, and Brother Dennis said Byron was never the same after okay. this. Okay. Now, between then and when we come to our big event, Byron had married and had a child with his wife, and I've tried to find their names, and I'm assuming they've kept those out of right, the right. news. Public for, record. Yeah. Okay, smart, Couldn't, smart. Yeah. <clears throat> Could not find the wife's name or the child's name. I okay. just know it was a daughter. Right. Oh, okay. cute. Uh-huh. Yes. So, we're going to go back to 1999. Ooh. Byron was a copy machine repairman at Xerox. He did not get along with his co-workers. He had a history of um, paranoia type issues. He, his mental health was not good. Okay. He didn't okay. get along with his co-workers. He thought they isolated him on purpose. He mm. felt like he was the butt of the jokes all the time and left out of things. Mm. Did not get along with anybody. Very ex- feeling, feeling <clears throat> of exclusion. Yes, absolutely. Oh, and, exclusion. Okay. and it made him wanting to go to work. Not, not so. Not so great. Yeah. Not so great. Indeed. So his boss actually was trying to convince him to take on this new training for a machine that he specifically repaired. Okay. Um, Byron was not having it. Oh, he's like, no, I don't want this nope. job. He didn't want to learn the new training. He figured he wouldn't be good at it and thought he was going to end up replaced. Oh, so he, um, I don't see mm-hmm. not much confidence in Byron. No, not, not at much. All. Not much confidence. That's he, unfortunate. He was kind of set in his ways. Okay. Um, he was an angry person. Mm. Like self, like not self-loathing, but like non-confident, loathing. Mm-hmm. Mm, not this is this is spinning a web. Sounds here. like an angsty teen. Angsty yeah, teen, kinda, but like in his like thirties. Now he's now forty. Oh, oh he's <laughs> angsty forty. He is, love that. He is now forty. Um, he has a wife and he has a three-year-old daughter at this point. It's November first, and his boss is telling him tomorrow you're going to do this training. It's mandatory now. Oh. Byron goes home. The next day he comes to work. He has some conversation and then proceeds to gun down seven co-workers. What? <gasps> Holy shit. Um, two were in an office and there was actually a third in that room, according to some articles. But he, for whatever reason, spared that person. So I'm guessing that man was not disrespectful or mean to him or, or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then he decided to go into a conference room and gun down five more. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. So we just jumped right into that one. Yeah. I hit the world <clears throat> and you're all going to die. Yes. And Earl had to die. Only it's everybody, <laughs> not the Dixie chicks. Yes. And it was all men. You're the chicks now. There was only 11 oh, in the building that day. Um, and, and seven of them were killed. Ugh. Oh. And I can't remember... I'm trying to remember, I don't, I didn't write his name down, but he did a report with the news station and he said what they heard, there was a loud building, it was a machine. There it was, was like a, a it was, machinist building or yeah, something like that. You yeah. say like a machine, so yeah. something like factory um, setting they, or something factory like that. Setting. Okay. Um, they said it sounded like someone banging on metal, mm. so they didn't really think anything of it right away. Right, like they're probably uh-huh. used to hearing yep. similar loud, like banging noises. Right. Mm-hmm. So by the time they called 911, he was out. He oh, took off. He waved goodbye to people and, and oh, took wow. off. Like, see you guys. Wait, I bye. see you tomorrow, bud. <laughs> Good day's yeah. work. They called in. I bet people would have thought that was suspicious because he was. Yeah. He was a yeah, anyway. absolutely. Absolutely. So they called it in, and um, you can find there was 
a there's a YouTube video I watched and it was channel K H O N two in Hawaii and mm-hmm. it has the dispatch call oh. with the I believe it was his supervisor who called mm-hmm. it in and was like someone they were shot. Um I don't know if they're alive. they looked I think they're dead. Oh and, wow. and then like the dispatcher's <laughs> asking, is is the shooter gone or is it safe to go check on these people? Right. So he leaves. They go to find him and it was called in that he's sitting in his car outside of a nature center the white nature center oh well, okay yeah. i need to relax after i just murdered like eight murder people. they find him just sitting there smoking cigarettes and drinking a bottle of water <laughs> like nothing this even happened yep. like totally chill <clears throat> oh my god that's terrible yep. what a psychopath yep absolutely um the Police hostage negotiator Cheryl Sunia. Mm-hmm. She did a report. So that same news clip that I watched was a twenty-year like remembrance episode. Okay. And she got on there and she said like he was sitting in his vehicle. I was sitting up on a hillside. I could okay. see him. Yeah. And it was nineteen ninety-nine. Not everyone had a cell phone. They tossed a phone down to him. He right. got out of his car. He picked it up, and she just sat on the phone talking to him. <gasps> and it was a five-hour-long negotiation. Wow. Oh. And wow. um. She basically was, he said, she said that he, uh, he was drinking his water and uh-huh. she had mentioned, you know, I could really go for some water. It's hot, you know, thirsty. And he dumped his water out, said, neither, neither, neither of us will have something to drink then. <gasps> it was like and it was oh, some wow. weird empathy, like, oh, you're oh. thirsty. I'm not going to drink in front of you. I don't know. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Weird. For somebody who just fucking killed um, all these people. But the way she convinced him to <laughs> finally get out of the car and discuss was, she said, what's your favorite soda? He's like, I don't have one. I don't drink pop. She's like, well, if you could pick one, what would you pick? Yeah. I guess a Pepsi. Yeah. And she's like, okay, well, if you come out, I'll buy you a Pepsi. We can sit and talk. And I got him out of the car. <laughs> just a Pepsi. Yeah. Just a Pepsi. Just a Pepsi. Dang. Wasn't yeah. that like a Super Bowl <clears throat> commercial? Just a Pepsi. I don't know. I'll just have yeah, just was, a Pepsi. It was like the, the Jenners and stuff. They're like, you need something? Oh, I can help you. And it's, no, I think it was a Coke. Just Maybe a, a Coke. Pepsi. Anyway, sorry. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> um, so, like, a few things, some details. Okay. Um, all of them were shot in the chest or the head. So, like, close range, assume, like, assuming, like, well, he had yeah. the right, well, yeah. he said he was ROTC, like, with rifle. Well, this one was actually with a handgun. Okay, so, yeah, probably. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, the victim's names are Jason Balatico. He was 33. Mm-hmm. Melvin Lee, 58. Ronald Kataoka, 50. Ronald Kawami, 54. Ford Kinahira, 41. John Sakamoto, 36, and Peter Mark, 46. Dang. Yeah. Um, and there would have been another. His name was Inamasa, mm-hmm. and he did a, a interview. He said that he actually oh, had turned it around on the way to work because he needed to go me- get medication for his son. <gasps> so, oh, my goodness. his life. The day mm-hmm. that he mm-hmm. had. Oh, my goodness. How, uh, mm-hmm. how terrible, like, to be, like, those type of people who, quote, unquote, survived because he didn't go into work right, that survivor's day. survivor's guilt. Kind of thing. Yes, yes. Such survivor's guilt that mm. that. Oh my goodness. Yep. So. Yep. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I would, I would have. Yeah, I would have it. That's prison. tremendous. Or, or mm-hmm. even if he had gone in and he was shot, still survivor's guilt because if if he had lived, yeah. right, right, and like, oh my goodness, all my other coworkers passed mm-hmm. or murdered. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So Xerox Corporation put out a statement after the fact. Okay. And it said, quote, Oh, so they're at a Xerox yeah, factory. Yeah, it was at. Okay. Yep. That makes sense now. Got it. That was indeed a dark day for our company when we lost seven colleagues in a senseless act of violence. In the aftermath, we have instituted a number of initiatives to increase the safety of our employees around the world, including mandatory annual workplace training dedicated to workplace violence, which sounds all well and good. Mm-hmm. Right. But in my mind is this man refused to do like mandatory training mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. on a machine right so if you really have that many job. mental health issues you're not going to sit through mandatory yeah anything. you're gonna zone out yep. you're either yep. gonna zone mm-hmm. out or just not go mm-hmm. or or just not take it seriously i mean yeah i i appreciate like the companies will do that worldwide and that's awesome that is the, i mean what more can they do you know you can't control how somebody is feeling or or what they're going through you can offer to help but i mean that's that's a hard spot that's yeah a hard spot. Yep. absolutely um, the Xerox Corporation has since closed that building. Oh. And I will go on to tell you a little bit more after this cheese break. Ooh, Ooh. cheese break. That's a good cheese break. I love it. Oof. Okay, well, uh, why you beautiful, dangerous bitch? Uh, you razzle and dazzle me, and you keep me all stirred up in emotions, but you also stir up my appetite. And yeah. uh, so that's what I, that's what I want to do. I want to stir up some appetite. Uh, going back to goat cheese, as we are talking about, because we are in Hawaii and it's delicious as always. Uh, you know what, what? You know what makes goat cheese so good? Mm. Happy goats. Happy goats make happy milk, which make happy cheese for us to eat. Which and makes happy me. Happy me. Exactly. Happy, happy, happy. Who doesn't want that? So, of course, as we have previously mentioned at our other episode of Hawaii, um, because of its wonderful climate, it has a wonderful lush greenery for said goats to graze on. Such goats uh, as the Hawaiian Island goat cheese dairy goats, who um, are able to graze on these wonderful fields, uh, also located on, again, a dormant volcano, which amazing. I think that's amazing. Dormant volcano, volcano goats. I'm in love. Um, kind of reminds me of those, like those mountain goats that can live and climb basically just like straight up and down like mountain ranges you know what i'm talking about where they're just like it's like a two inch ledge and they're just hanging out and it's like this you know 150 pound goat just like mountain goat just like what of it man my balance is amazing you know why can't you do this why can't you come get me come get me yeah tag you're it yeah tag you're it and like they're like and like they live on those those like mountain ranges with like their baby goats like all the kids Mm -hmm. literally all the baby kid goats are they either learn or they fall yeah, I've seen videos of that. They either learn or fall. And granted, granted, mom, mom does usually try to come to the rescue if they're like, if they do like kind of like, and like get lower. Yep. If, lower. They, if they go more than a couple of feet, mom's like, good luck. Yeah, try mom, to get mom us. just stands there. Tag, like, you're it. Yeah, mom just stands there and like, come on. Only let's the strong survive. Let's do it. Welcome. Exactly. Well, so on this dormant volcano, the again, Mauna Kea volcano, which where Hawaii Island goat cheese dairy is located one of their locations uh, along this area used to be a macadamia nut farm Mm. like you know now it's a goat farm used to be a macadamia nut farm so like i'm thinking okay this greenage this this land was like fruitful enough to make all this like lovely i love macadamia nuts they're so good again Mm -hmm. another like um popular item in hawaii Mm -hmm. i remember i i uh i worked 
obviously I had a previous job once. And <laughs> yeah, I did. I was only going to one place. <laughs> I've only ever worked in one place. Um, and one of the regular customers, clients, however you want to call it, um, he had gone to Hawaii and he was so sweet and so nice. He brought me and my coworker back a can of macadamia nuts from Hawaii. Wow. They were so good. I believe I, it. They were so buttery and delicious. And mm. I'm just like, I don't want to eat all these, but I do because they're so amazing. <laughs> so I like, I squirreled them away, just like kept them in my car. And so I like, they were like my driving nuts. Ah, and I would only have like one. They were like, I don't, I'd literally like only allow myself to have like, like three or four, just enough, just yes, enough to get, get taste. Get that little yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like my, like my and so like, I'm thinking, you know, these goats are feasting on this sweet flora, this grass of lands producing these amazing nuts, these amazing things. How can they not produce such amazing cheats this is where the magic happens okay the magic yeah. is happening as these goats are becoming happy eating off the vegetation of such grass uh they're also eating normal excuse me normal wild grasses and bamboo ginger banana i guess there's like uh, like bananas i don't know if bananas are like in actually quite but like this research says like they they feed off natural grasses bamboo ginger thai which is ti and banana that thrive on these areas this coast and and so producing coda is just like jamming on these I'm so sorry hear her hand go into the plastic container <laughs> i didn't even think about it as i'm chatting around on this sweet vegetation coda's putting her sweet claws into this container of gummy butterflies and just like trying to be as low-key as possible we see you, girl. We see you. And it's happened like three times. Just, like, just slow. Like, like I don't know why you have to go slow. It's like literally like, I have to go so, so quiet. Like literally just don't bump into anything. Well, it's, it's right in front of the mic. Well, so you, I can hear, you can hear her fingers touching. Yeah. Touching <laughs> I'm so sorry. Crazy. I didn't All even right. think about it until your fat look up and your face is. <laughs> like, what are you doing? The mic is right there. Well, don't. I, at first I thought she was just grabbing the mic and touching it. I'm like, what the what are you doing, dude? Yeah, she's getting these getting my impulse out. She's yes. like, my screen at the mic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, now we got over that. Sorry. Goats. So these these goats have been, are chewing on this sweet vegetation, creating a sweet and milky, excuse me, a sweet and creamy milk. Uh, these goats are milked twice a day. Mm -hmm. The milk is pasteurized, chilled immediately, and that's where the magic happens. And this magic is what we're happening on. And so in in lieu of magicness, I mean, we had the goat cheese before with the wine. It was delicious. Coda probably disagrees. Keely probably disagrees. Not a fan of the cheese over here. Not a fan of the wine over here. I liked it. It was a great blend. And so today I blended in a Hawaiian-themed grilled cheese. Because who doesn't love a grilled cheese? And so within this grilled cheese, we have... I even used, I even used Hawaiian King's bread, kids. It's Hawaiian King's bread, so super on theme. Okay, so we have the Hawaiian King's bread buttered on both sides, as you do with grilled cheese. But the cheese that I used is a lemon's ghost cheese. So it has a little bit of a <laughs> coat of your face. You're like, ah. You know, I was really excited when you brought that plate up. It's like, damn, that looks good. What'd it looks good and it smells good. You and can't tell me it does not smell good. I was like, good. what'd you use, ricotta? No. And then you're like, oh, you'll never know. And then it dawned on me. We started talking about those goats again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about goats. Yeah, for sure. So it's a lemon goat cheese. So it's got to have that little citrusy flavor. I also included pineapple because pineapple is mm -hmm. a very prominent flavor fruit in Hawaii. We, I did not get a hold of some spam. However, I did inspire my spammy thoughts and I got us a honey ham. 
So it's honey ham, spam, not spam, honey ham. Honey ham. Honey ham, pineapple, a lemon goat cheese on Hawaiian king's bread. And we're going to be taking a bite. Everybody take a bite. I'm going to take this bite because it's been like staring at me. Hoard. You don't got, you don't got to finish the whole piece. I I just made one grilled cheese, cut it into fours as moms do. And uh, let's take a bite. Let's take a bite. Let's see what happens. It smells really good. Yeah, it does. That is good. I was really worried because like goat cheese is a softer cheese, but it's like, it's like a crumbly spreadable cheese. So I, I, I wasn't sure how well it would melt. And this is like, this is like cream cheese, like tangy cream cheese in a grilled cheese with pineapple, which I'm not a fan of warm pineapple and things like pineapple on pizza. I'm sorry, folks. I know you love it. I'm not there with you, but we just can't agree on pizza. Can't we, we just can't. <laughs> yeah. Code over here be dipping her pizza in ketchup. No, no correction. Pizza rolls her pizza ketchup. rolls in ketchup. And we're like, <laughs> the audacity. And I'm like, not putting pineapple on my pizza i guess we're just not we're not we're not, not flowing. the same we're not the same but um this is good i like it i, I like know it. what it is i can't get over the aftertaste of goat cheese it's, just, it's the tang it's mm-hmm. the must it, it's a very earthy, it's just an earthy <laughs> that's an earthy an earthy flavor that i can't get past mm-hmm. weird but you tried and that's that is what sounds on this episode. that cheese for like a cream cheese or a ricotta cheese. And Which ricotta to me is has a tang. It has. Yeah, but it's not the same. It's not as tangy. It's, it's not, not. I don't think goat cheese is tangy. I think it it tastes musty. That's what you think. You get the musty. The taste itself or the aftertaste? Both. It depends. Like okay. just flavored goat cheese, I don't taste it initially. Okay. But I can, I can taste the after. Okay. Have okay. you ever smelled a goat? <laughs> yes, I have. This yeah. does not smell like it, a goat. It, it, does not. it doesn't smell. It tastes like a petting zoo. <laughs> Are you sitting here licking the goats when you're you're taking yeah, your kids no. to the, the petting zoo? And she's yeah. like, you know what? <laughs> yep, smell, that's what I thought it tastes like. Smell just and taste. Checking. Just checking. Well, that's I think it's a plus. I, ate, <laughs> I don't um, waste not show them. Okay. Okay. Human garbage disposal okay. here. You know, like a wine pour into hers. Goats will eat everything. Human I bet uh-huh. happy goats in Illinois probably eat tin cans, uh-huh. okay? Oh, that's what the <laughs> cheese tastes like around here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that metallic twang. Ooh, yeah. mm. Anyway, well, I like it. I think it's really good. I it looks highly. It looks it's, amazing. Yeah, you did an excellent job. Um, I really suggest anybody who does enjoy goat cheese, if you haven't, pair it with, like, yeah, do it in grilled cheese. So good. So creamy. So soft. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. If I had this, if it was just a regular goat cheese, Grilled cheese without the ham, without the pineapple. Dip it in, oh, dip marinara. it in marinara. I was like tomato soup. It <laughs> would be so out of my good. House. Get both of you. So Get good. out. I don't know. Leave you... right now. I don't it's know why. It's the end of you, baby. Okay, JoJo. It's too late. Relax. Relax. Oh, I'm like, oh, oh, I was like, JoJo Siwa did not sing that. No, no, right, JoJo. We know that you're a mom, but you don't have to. You don't have to do we that. We don't watch her and we're receding Caroline. I'm don't so sorry. Like I shouldn't have done that. Was that is like years of traction from her ponytails. Okay. I haven't seen her recently, but I used to jam out to her in middle school. Her so. short haircut is actually really freaking cute. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're well, ta- something you Google. and me are talking about JoJo this yes, year. She's talking about JoJo Siwa, the little <sighs> cheerleader Rain- girl. Rainbow bows. Uh, 
she like, I used to jam out to her and Tina Fey. When you started doing that on track, like, I thought you then switched over talking about JoJo, and I'm like, did she really? Did she age no. that bad? I'll have to look no, her up. No. I know who that she, is now. I, I I know who that is. It's Rainbow. She she made the she big bows dance, and all the yes, girls' hair a, like a huge I think thing. She was on Dance Moms or something. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, anyway. No, I'm talking I, about I, that, know what, yeah, I know what queen, JoJo you're JoJo. talking about, but when you first yeah. said JoJo, I'm like, yeah. she didn't sing that. <laughs> she did. <laughs> she did not. She, she wasn't even around. Yeah, yeah, no. Anyway, <sighs> I highly suggest it. Get you some. I don't know what else to say besides our music is. We really date ourselves, okay? Not blonde JoJo. We're not even old. We're not old, but. What? You didn't know who we were talking about, which makes me feel yes. old. Yeah. That when I say JoJo, that's who you're thinking of, and then like when I say JoJo, uh, that's who I'm thinking of. Still Only because I haven't listened wait. to JoJo in forever. Yeah, but it should still be in your roots. It yeah, be in your yeah, veins. That's, someone says she, too late. That's I can hear the song I going on. I can. I heard the song, and that's why I remember like, when she did her MC <laughs> M- MTV Cribs, and it was like this little tiny house. And she, I mean, it was adorable. It was not. I was sheltered. I didn't get to watch Yeah, it was, uh, it was cute. I remember her having like, a gigantic, like, on, like, carnival uh, stuffed animal. My Sweet 16, yeah. those things were ridiculous. Oh, my God. Dream. The, uh, who was, who's the rapper? Uh, it wasn't Bow Wow. So mm. I think it was, like, LL Cool J or something. He yeah. had, he, his daughter had her sweet 16 and he bought her like a brand new jag or whatever oh my god yeah. and she came outside and was like i wanted a pink one threw a fit threw the bow off and like cameras were slapped down and it was all for the ratings i mean i'm sure it was but still god. well maybe it wasn't i, I really wish i had a sweet 16 when i when i when i was trying to plan my sweet 16 i was like okay obviously i can't afford any of this but i could probably have like this really cool stellar cake and so i drew up this design for my mom to give to the baker and it definitely did not happen oh like it didn't my it, mom made it didn't actually cakes. get made or it was just too it elaborate like, uh, it, it no it as in it did not happen as in like yeah my mom's like not spending $200. Exactly. It was going to be like a wedding cake, essentially. Oh. It was cool. It's going to be all these funky colors with like different keyboard, like different keyboard designs with cheetah print and hot pink and oh, lime green. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hold on, were you a cheetah print girl or were you a zebra print? Zebra print? I was none. I was flower power all the way. No. No, it's no, I didn't do that shit. She didn't, she didn't, you know, no, no. I did not. I, I thought print. there were only two types. Yeah, no. And I did print. not do that. I, I still wear some, some cheetah print. I don't care. I didn't do that. I bought some leggings the other day. Not the other day, as in like last summer. Um, <laughs> that were black, black leggings. They were at Walmart. And they were black leggings with like this like patent leather. Stripe down the side? Tuxedo stripe? No, no, no. Oh. They were they're cheetah print. But like oh. they're regular leggings, but like the the cheetah print itself is like a shiny yes. material. Yep. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. yeah, it looks super cute. I have I'm not pretty sure I have yet. these same pair downstairs. Damn, girl, I'm we should be sure. like coming in all matchy matchy one leggings. day. I threw all of mine away because <sighs> you start to get you know the thigh rub that wears out yep. the insides, yep. and I was like, mm. Mm. 
or they start to wear it like you can see your underwear through because they're too thin. Yeah, they had true. to go. They had to they go. They had to go. Smart, smart. Anyway, we're really off topic. This yeah. this grilled cheese is amazing. Oh, Jojo, yeah. if you're listening, yes. love you. And Both. let's get back. See what, like your mostly the first one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's get back to our story. I'm interested in where yes. this <clears throat> this tale unravels. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes, I there so badly was just need to get it out. Just need, as soon as I hit record, I just need to scream. Just need to scream. Ah! There you go. <laughs> Here we go. Poor okay. people listening with headphones in. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. ASMR. Yeah, put your hands in the gummy bears again. <laughs> Keely's like, oh my god, this bitch actually did it. <laughs> I'm sorry, that sounded like a turkey walk. I like that. <laughs> All right. All right. Look, be serious here. Come on, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So I left off after Uwasugi had committed this heinous crime. And the negotiator got him out of his car mm-hmm. after five hours of talking to him. Her Pepsi. We are now in court. His lawyer. Are you peeing right now? And just... my gummy bear was bad. I just have to get it out. Just hold on. Jesus, pinch it off. <laughs> just finish off the wine, kids. Okay, God. I feel like I take long peas at your house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Lordy. Uh, his attorney, his name was Gerald Fonseca. Uh, he tried to plead insanity. And uh, it it just didn't work out for him. No. Um, well, uh, that... Uh, obviously you're not in a right sane of mind to go to work and kill seven people and then just go somewhere and think it like become i don't know like obviously he seemed pretty calm and collect when that woman officer was doing you know the the talk down whatever the negotiation but again i don't know uh what what do you expect what do you expect from what kind of behavior do you expect from somebody who does that and even his attorney said after the fact i'm not surprised like to try to plead insanity and mm-hmm. win it is oh. is very very hard. Yeah, right. And um, they actually asked Uwasugi at one point to draw what a human is to him because, like I said, he thought everyone was evil and out to get him. Mm. He was paranoid. Okay. He drew a demon. Oh. Not not just like a normal person. It was like this evil like being. Horns and yeah, oh, like wow. a devil. Oh, that could have been an act. Oh, that's so hard. That's yeah. So hard. Yeah. Um, this man, they found he had twenty five guns registered to him. At the time of the shooting, like I said, he was a big gun collector. He, he loved it. I mean, okay, he liked a collection, <clears throat> but I'm just, I see it. I just don't understand. <laughs> Keely, as I'm saying, I don't know why, what? And she's like pointing Look to the firearm that is in the corner of her room right now. They're but, all Nerf guns, people. Don't worry about them. Yeah, worry. it's all Nerf. Yeah. Yeah, so he was. Nerf or nothing. He was diagnosed, <laughs> quote, di- diagnosed delusional and paranoid but able to safely function in society. So mm. that insanity plea did, did not work out. Right. Right. Didn't yeah. hold. Correct. He was sentenced to life in prison without parole, and he is still sitting in Cigarro Correctional Facility or Center in Arizona. Oh, oh. So they moved him to Arizona. Well, that's mm-hmm. that's common. Like, if you do a crime somewhere, they right. I don't know how that works. Like, obviously, not every state. Does every state have a correctional facility? Do you know that? I believe so. You think so? I don't know. Maybe the level of security is different. 
maybe yep. maybe oh yeah how does well, how do you how does that happen like how does how does that work like or what determines a an right. inmate to be transferred to another facility that's well, what I, I, I mean i don't know maybe which i didn't maybe think it's a good thing that, i don't know but hawaii this was the first time a mass murder like that's this right happened you did hawaii didn't yes. have comparatively to the mainland and all the other states right they have like barely any because people always happy, y'all happy there, and I yeah. love it. <clears throat> so they probably don't have the infrastructure to hold criminals like this. Right. And this was like what? This was also back in like what? This yeah, nine, this was nineteen ninety nine. Ninety nine. Okay, yes. sorry. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Got it. Yes. Um, during the trial, since the families were not, they were unable to see their the bodies of the victims right. at the time because it was a crime scene. These people who sat through the entire thing. Um, they saw bodies of their family members in the trial. Oh, and that's so yeah, graphic. Uh, one woman, her name was Evelyn Balotico. She was Jason Balotico's mother. Oh, um, and and she actually does an interview, and it says that the day that it happened, her daughter-in-law called to say that Jason was not answering his phone, and she knew that they were shooting. And she said, "Don't worry about it. He's just busy. He'll call you back." Oh. Um, and, but it was her niece who called later to break the news to her. Like Jason was one of them. And so like she, she went to every court hearing. She mm -hmm. was there the entire time. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's hard to watch her interview mm -hmm. because I mean, obviously it's been how many years now? Right. You're not going to get over that. No, no. You learn to live with it, but. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. It's, it's not, not like stop hurting. No, no, definitely not. Uh, definitely one, not. Of, one man, his son actually spoke he's like i'm human i'm angry mm -hmm. i would love to go kill this guy right i hope he gets what he deserves mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um i'm not sure what this meant so i'm guessing his parents i know that they said some of his issues might have been because he lost his mother to cancer which i'm guessing he was really close to her and that mm -hmm. didn't help but that's not a reason to right go right that I think I that'd be like maybe a trigger, but maybe. also but also not like a, a motive that right. that's yeah. different. Triggers yes. are different than motives. And I'm not so this is one thing I read, and I was like, I was a little weirded out, but maybe maybe his father wasn't surprised. According to a reporter, Bruce Dunford, mm -hmm. he reported that Hero Uwasugi, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm sorry, I'm forgetting how to pronounce her last name. No. <laughs> Oops, um, Byron's father, he snapped at reporters when they tried to interview him, saying, I'm going to bring him another gun so he can shoot himself. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So that I don't know. a supportive father. I don't know if it was supportive. He liked or, to take him out of his own misery. Yeah, I don't know. I saw he doesn't have to sit in prison. I don't know. There was no elaboration on that. Right. Interesting. Yeah. That's Obviously, that's not going to happen because he's in he is still prison there. and you can't smuggle that kind of stuff in. But, right. you know, whatever. So he tried to appeal his sentence December 26th of 2002. Mm -hmm. He tried to say that when he did this, he thought his coworkers were out to get him, that they harassed him, and they worked for the FBI and CIA. Again, that's not So really 100% paranoid and delusional, but mm. not insane. Because you managed to make it all of these years going to work right. with no issues. Right, right. I mean, you he did. worked for Xerox for a long time right. before this happened. I think there's a, um unfortunate level of sanity and competence like mm -hmm. it's a spectrum you know yeah. like obviously he's paranoid obviously he has these issues but mm -hmm. he's still functional and that's i think that's what the you know <clears throat> judicial what's the word i want to plan what is it judicial part 
determination. Determination. Mm-hmm. Judicial branch tries to use as a determination. Obviously, you're you're psychotic or you're you're you know have issues, but you also know right from wrong, and you are highly functional enough to maintain a a job living on your own, having a family and and pay your bills. So obviously you knew that obviously what you were doing was wrong, regardless of, oh, well, they were doing this and like, oh, I don't know. Right. You know, not many people get, do actually truly get off on an insanity plea. And and the ones that do go, you know, they go to a mental institution Mm -hmm. or whatever, and they, they stay there. But I yeah, that same, the son of one of the victims who said, you know, I'm human. I wish I could just, like, out off of myself. Like, mm-hmm. oh, because he was, he was, he said he was happy that this man was going to sit in prison instead of being able to go reform himself mm-hmm. in an institution. He didn't think that would have been justice. And mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. I disagree with him, right. honestly. Um, since then, Xerox has vacated the premises. Mm-hmm. And uh, it sat vacant until 2004. And fun fact... The TV show Lost. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. used the building as a soundstage to film <gasps> indoor scenes there. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. that's really cool. But it is currently spooky, but a, cool. Yeah, right. It is currently a tile and natural stone showroom. Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay. that's what that building is now. Which mm. I guess you're trying to disassociate from a bad thing. You yeah, to a bad building. It's I mean, not I'm like, sure it's a it's a good. Party building too. Party yeah. building. Party. Yes. Yes. Right. It's not like a like the Dahmer uh, apartment complex that actually got like torn down, and they're like, Correct. "Yeah, we're just gonna yeah. like we're just gonna get rid of this." Uh, mm-hmm. They're like, "Well, no, we still can use this building." Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Well, that's what I mean. Is like Hawaii already doesn't have a lot of yeah, resources, not, so it, it takes out of land. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot more to get the things that they need versus yeah. here in the yes. states. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That's, that's what I mean. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 Yes. Dang. Uh, so they have since changed a little bit. So Hawaii is very, I don't want to say laxed mm-hmm. on their, their gun laws, but, mm-hmm. um, you do not have to, what's the word? Let me find it here. I had a whole you, There's list. not as many hoops to jump through. Yeah. To get Correct. a gun. And so they did, um, there is a red flag gun law. Mm-hmm. It was signed. Um, by Governor David Ige in Hawaii, and it was to enable family members, co-workers, and police to obtain court orders blocking firearms for people who show signs of danger to themselves or others. Right. Yep. So yep. that happened, and also, according to the Sabika Sheik Firearm Licensing and Registration Act, mm-hmm. um, Individuals seeking a gun license would be required to take part in psychological evaluation. Yep. Yep. Smart. Smart. I believe they also have the 21. Um, 21 and done. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounded good. <laughs> most places it used to be, you had to be 18, and they bumped it up to 21 on okay. most states. Okay. Illinois gotcha. is a 21 uh, for FOID and for concealed carries. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, I, I was know, like, I, I know was that like, about Illinois. They cut you but... off at 21 guns. Yeah, I have well, a collection of guns. You don't need that many. Twenty one's enough. Yeah. Um, um, but that's just my personal opinion. So whatever. Y'all with more guns than that, you have the right to have your guns. I'm just saying I don't Kelly's need, pro. 
I am pro-choice on how many guns you have, but I choose not to. Yeah. How about that? That's what you think. So She's this, strapped. This is what I was trying to say. So um, you have to, all firearms have to be registered in Hawaii. You do not have to have a license. Okay. Of oh. Ownership. Oh, so okay. You can own it and they, they don't. You don't have you don't to have, to, have okay. a license for it, like a FOID. You don't have yep. to have a FOID card, yep. okay. but you have to register your firearm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, that makes sense. And I guess you do have to have a permit to purchase. So I don't know what the difference between licensing of owners and permit to purchase. I would feel like that would go hand in hand, but I don't know if they have a, a concealed carry by that um, registration. Then, right? I mean, that would make more sense. You have to have all registration to buy a gun but you don't have to have a registration to own it that doesn't mm, interesting so it says permit anyway we're not gun we're not a <laughs> she's hey, yeah, code is on, gun on gun gun right now am, i'm trying um, to figure this out but i really don't know well, well, well it says it's a good tank right now kids. to carry uh yes for handguns no for rifles and shotguns mm-hmm. okay yeah because yeah. those are big boys but i did read that like they don't have very many registrations for carry People just, I guess, they just don't do it. They just don't do it. They're just not for it. All right, cool. Well, Makes sense. It's Makes Hawaii. Sense. Nobody, nothing happens there except for these couple things. Just two, two or three. Just two things. You're an island full of happy people. I love it. That's all of it. It's like, well, no, I'm just kidding. I was like, Wisconsin's full of happy people, but do you know how many happy we've already talked about I Wisconsin? Like, don't do that. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> but I love Wisconsin. As it you is. already it's know, beautiful. it's a beautiful land. Mm-hmm. I like. Right. I'm just there for the cheese. Happy cow, happy cheese. Yes. My cousins live up there. Hey, Kyle. I thought you were just gonna stop right there. <laughs> yeah, my cousins yeah. live up there. Like, yeah. Uh, okay. I, I was gonna leave it there, but then I was like, oh, you're really funny. I don't think you. They just answer back. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Odd. Anyway, well, that was very interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hawaii, you're doing great. Doing great. Only two, two things. I bet there's less than. I mean, I bet there. I bet there's more than two crimes that have, have happened in Hawaii, but maybe not as many as scary people, such as like Wisconsin. You know, you know all those people. Florida. A, what I did. Florida cases. Florida. Yeah, there's plenty of Florida's Florida kids. Just, Florida is just crazy. Yikes! Don't go to Florida. Anyway, I mean, it is fun to visit, but fun to party. If you guys have any requests of cheese, wine, or locations for us to record, you can email us at gouda.murder at gmail.com you can, super easy yes excellent you can message us or follow us on facebook at yeah it's gouda murder podcast official on mm-hmm. facebook reach out to us we're uh we're again we're we're little podcast babies it may not seem like because we have like i don't know how many episodes already but we're still learning and we would love your input we'd be very interested in your input as mm-hmm. well even if you like hey Feedback is feedback, folks. If it's hey, like I hate it when you do this, noted. Got oh, it. Publicity got it. is good. Publicity. Uh, we can't we can't fix or better ourselves unless we hear from you guys. So please reach out. We love you and uh, stay fresh. Cheese, Cheese bags. bags. Yes.